Dear listeners, welcome to the podcast of the European Reference Network GuardHeart, the ERN of rare and complex heart diseases in both adult and pediatric patients across the European Union. Today we have two guests, Professor Eloisa Arbestini, she's a cardiologist, pathologist and geneticist in the Center of Inherited Cardiovascular Diseases of the IRCCS Foundation Policlinico San Mateo in Pavia. And she's the director of this center. And we have Dr. Alessandro Di Toro. He's an internal medicine specialist specialized in cardiology and uh, working in the same center. And uh, both they are representatives of this center in ERN Gardhart. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I would like to start to ask Dr. Di Toro, um, can you tell us briefly about your city, about Pavia? Yeah, sure. Pavia is a beautiful town with a lot of history and culture. Uh, its foundation dates back to Celtic Age, and it has one of uh, the most ancient universities in Italy. It is well known mostly for the faculties of medicine and law. It is a lively town with the facilities typical of a city, but is livable at the same time. Uh, indeed, it has an historical city center with shops, restaurants, school, and uh, most of what you would need, very close to the river Ticino, uh, where you can find uh, big uh, green areas where you can enjoy nature anytime you want. Personally, uh, I find that Pavia is uh, very convenient. It's a city very walkable uh, and also uh, is very well connected with the other big cities of the region, particularly Milan, that is uh, easily reachable by train. So it's a nice place to live. Thank you. Um, Dr. Abbastini, Eloisa, can you tell me something about your, uh, about your center and, and what is the main focus? Um, my center is a formally established uh, center of excellence for rare diseases at, the, at my hospital, my research and care hospital. And um, it was, uh, it, we actually started our activities uh, more than 30 years ago, about 30 years ago, in 1993, with the first uh, diagnosis of genetic diseases uh, um, uh, using the new automatic sequencer at the time. And then we developed during the last 30 years an intense uh, clinical and parallel uh, genetic lab activities along with the pathology and um, in a context of multidisciplinarity, which is made of specialists uh, that uh, work together rather than providing individual opinions or separated opinion, is a sort of participated uh, um, activity uh, addressing specific uh, workup for different cardiovascular diseases, in particular cardiomyopathies, because we are also a heart national referral center for heart transplantation. And so we have uh, really a very high number of patients coming from the entire country uh, also for this specific clinical need. Uh, so we cover um, an entire spectrum of uh, activities starting from uh, clinical evaluation ending with the genetic disease, offering precise diagnosis, and then taking patients and families in charge along their, um, uh, the, the natural history of the disease. 
Yes. Um, thank you. Um, and uh, why did you become a member of the European Reference Network? Well, we we are uh, we are in a sort of we are in many networks actually, uh, international, uh, in scientific societies. Uh, in Italy, we have a network of our research and care institution under the control of the Ministry of Health. ERNA uh, provided the opportunity to uh, enter a network uh, that uh, shared with us a specific uh, clinical and scientific uh, needs and interest. So we thought that it was uh, a good occasion uh, for working together for, uh, as much as possible, of course, and um, eventually sharing problems, issues, and uh, uh, for a better management of our patients and families uh, with cardiomyopathies and inherited cardiac diseases. Yes. Um, and what can you contribute to the ERN? Well, we are contributing with our activity. Unfortunately, the time uh, we have available uh, to, to contribute is limited because our activities were intense from a clinical point of view from 12 to 18 families per day in our center uh, so um, uh, what we, we can do is to contribute with our series uh, with the cases uh, and uh, uh, case presentations uh, discussions uh, and uh, eventually in case of shared interest, the scientific document implementation. Yes, which is very much appreciated. Wow. Uh, what What do you expect from the ERN? May I ask that to, to one of you? Let's, uh, let's, uh, I will do first and then uh, I will ask Alessandro. Uh, I'm expecting a sort of um, innovation in terms of uh, attention to patients' needs. Uh, needs of families and patients now are essential uh, for them to have a better quality of life uh, and uh, not only health and not only best care, best surgery, best treatment, but also better quality of life because of life because uh, uh, you know uh, there are logistical problems uh, that uh, need uh, to be in, for which they need to be supported. Uh, so we would like to see a lot of education and information, but uh, implementation of a network uh, able to support and to facilitate, uh, uh, especially young patients that move from one country to the other and that facilitate uh, the, the quality of life of our patients. Mm -hmm. Um, Alessandro, would you like to add something to it? Yeah, I would expect the ERN to be a community of experts that would be able to obtain a significant improvement in patient prognosis through their knowledge. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, I have some other questions for you, also some personal questions. Um, Alessandro, let me start with you. Where did you train and who was your most important mentor? I trained here in Pavia and I became also an internal medicine specialist here. Uh, my most important mentor is Professor Agostini. 
Yes, that's uh, <laughs> quite clear, I think. <laughs> and Dr. Arbustini, where did you train and who was your most important mentor? Oh, it's a very long story. I want to make it short. Uh, <laughs> I graduated in medicine and then I went to NIH in the Tesla, United States, uh, for cardiovascular pathology. But uh, at the same time, I went to the cardiology school and training in Italy, and uh, I was working in a cath lab performing endomyocardial biopsies by myself, but uh, I didn't have any pathologist who was interested in seeing my biopsies. So this is the reason why I first went to the States uh, to learn from Dr. Roberts and uh, Dr. Victor Ferrans, um, cardiovascular pathologist. But then I realized that both uh, clinics and uh, pathology was, were not enough to support my activity uh, because I wanted to know more about uh, the causes and uh, the treatment of uh, cardiovascular disease. So I went to genetic school here in Pavia and I was very lucky because I had an excellent school, um, specialization school, and I had the opportunity to interact with Victor McCusick, uh, which of course is the father of uh, uh, cardiovascular genetics, in particular for some syndromes such as Marfan syndrome and OMIM uh, system father. So I was very lucky because I had excellent uh, mentors in my life. Wonderful. Um, what was your most important lesson learned? It's a difficult question because usually there are more important lessons, but can you choose one? Ale? I think that. Um research in uh, our field cannot exist without a, a daily clinical activity and vice versa and vice versa i think that this could be one of the most important lessons i learned yes yeah. the best way and i we think we are all convinced myself yeah. and all my co-workers uh, including nurses actually because we are very close that research is the best uh, tool for promoting and offering best care to patients. Uh, there's no stop in knowledge. Knowledge is a continuum. And uh, we learn a lot from patients and families. So another important message I learned is the humility. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, 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 sh we are here to listen to them, to help them, but also to learn from them. Yes, thank you. Um, Dr. Abistini, with uh, a lot of uh, sp uh, specialisms uh, in your center, and I think two less hours in a day, is there also a time for sport? And what is your favorite sport? Oh, I was an athlete when I was young. <laughs> And I would like to have time. Unfortunately, to me, uh, it's very difficult to find time to do some uh, sport activity. I was a pl piano player, but then I had to stop. So I, I had many uh, recreational activities I loved in the past. And, but here, our major problem is the uh, enormous amount of uh, requests and unfortunately, but I think many of our colleagues are in the same conditions, unfortunately, insufficient human resources uh, um, that can really provide a timely answer to all patients who ask for needs. Oh, yes. And uh, Alessandro, what is, what is your favorite sport? Uh, I like motorsports. 
uh, I would say MotoGP and Superbike. I very do like fast motorbikes. So all the motorsports, it's something I like very much. Yeah, and something completely different. That's also nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then a last question to both of you. What is your favorite holiday destination? Ah, okay. My house taking some rest. <laughs> <laughs> my house taking some rest I live on the top of a hill so I I, I feel very lucky in the, the few days I have free for my family and myself yes that's that's very nice I think and and Alessandro me I, I like places that uh, offer both natural and uh, historical points of interest uh, I think that Greek islands could represent a a great example of this. <laughs> so I also do like art cities and capitals, uh, places where you can uh, enjoy the nature, but also you have uh, something to learn. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, thanks to both of you. Um, I think this uh, is the end of the of the podcast. And thanks for all the listeners to listening for listening to today's podcast. Um, and I hope to meet you next week. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.